Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Hold on, Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always. My co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge. The voice of MMA in Utah. Sorry, we wanted to get this podcast rolling because we've been talking before we went on air. We're doing another fighter spotlight. We're welcoming Mr. Nick Perez to the podcast who had a fight scheduled for August 28th, but it got moved. So first of all, welcome, Nick. Second of all, let's talk about why your fight got moved from August to October, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. So you got to you got to tell everybody why it got moved. My original opponent, he said he had a dentist appointment that day. So apparently he couldn't make it. That's the most whack. That's one of the most whack reasons I've ever heard. Bro, push it back two days. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um I, I did you you could have said you'll be his dentist for him and that's what i was thinking <laughs> I, I was like well whoever whoever's up next then we'll take it then we had a second opponent and he already fought sometime this month so he's like i'm gonna take some time off and then the third guy is dylan schultz that's the guy who said yes to me i think it's gonna be his fifth pro fight it's gonna be my first and we were originally for September, and then they moved it to October now. For what so, what promotion again? Um, I think this one's for Fusion Fight League. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Montana. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. The original one, though, I was on Steel Fist, I believe. Oh, you were supposed to be on Steel Fist. Yeah. Okay. So who's the opponent? Because I'll probably know. We'll probably know who it is. His name is uh, Jordan or something like that. I don't know his last name. What weight class? Uh, one forty-five. Hmm. Hmm. I don't remember right. Jordan. We'll find out though. Well, we're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna find out. We gotta know who this is. We need to we need to get to the bottom of this story. <laughs> yeah, it was a long back and forth. I, I didn't speak to him personally. I just what my manager tells me, Roman, and then I we sort of have in between. Jordan Schultz. I don't think they I don't think he are so are you it was this your pro debut? Was this supposed to be your pro debut? Yes. Okay. Um and then how many amateur fights have you had? I can't find you on Tapology or I'm looking at the wrong guy. <laughs> And had ten fights. Oh, ten fights. Oh, okay. So it's time. It's time to go. It's time to go pro. I had a long like layoff in between. My last fight was 2018, and then I took about this whole time off. I went to the police academy, and then after that, I just continued training again. Oh, nice. So you are you a cop in Vegas? Yeah, right, yeah, right now I am. Are you in Vegas? Yes, I am. Las Vegas. All right. Uh, Hell my- yeah, man. How's being a cop in Vegas? Do you just deal with idiots constantly? Uh, you know, I work on the strip, so there's so a lot yes. that uh, get they get really drunk and they make poor decisions. Uh, so definitely deal with a lot of reckless people. So last time I was down in Vegas on the strip, we were walking down, and a guy was arguing with a cop. I'm pretty sure it wasn't you, but he was he was arguing with the cop, and then the, his buddy goes and takes a takes a swing at the cop and I mean, misses. He's so drunk. He misses and the cop pulls out his nightstick and just beats the brakes off of both of them. Yeah. It's- and, and this lady's screaming like, ah, police brutality and just screaming all this stuff. And it's like, and it, it's like, dude, took a swing at him. Two on one. Like it, it was, I don't know. It was, I thought it was, it was justified and it was hilarious. It's a lot of challenge. It's very challenging working on the strip because you have, mass amount of people yeah instantly you're outnumbered uh so it's definitely you got our you definitely got to be watching your six when you're out there right yeah but uh so i came back i've been training i've been doing nothing but training at extreme guitar for the past 
like a year and a half straight, just getting okay. together. And then my head coach, Dennis, and uh, Roman there were like, hey, it's time you make that pro debut. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Heck yeah, man. I'm just pulling so, up some stuff here. So I'm sorry, I've been trying to find Jordan Schultz. On <laughs> we're like trying to find this guy to find out who he is. We're both just looking on there. Yeah, so you've had pretty quite the uh, quite the extensive extensive career going here. So what do you do? You feel super prepared because I mean, kind of every everybody kind of holds tough enough is like it's kind of the premier place for amateur fighters coming up and coming through. Do you feel like fighting for tough enough and on that stage that that's made you feel even more prepared to make your pro debut? Definitely. Just because the opponents that I've had, I've had like great wrestlers, great strikers. I've had a lot of people that push me. And even my last fight, I fought Elijah Leggett and that guy was good everywhere. And I feel like that gave me the experience in there to know when it's getting, getting tough. And then also everybody at the gym at Extreme Guitar is very talented. So having those guys as training partners has pushed me even more. Yeah, that. So you fought somebody too at Tough Enough that we're both very familiar with, and Justin Horsley. So oh, it yeah. looks like it was a majority draw. Yeah, Justin Horsley is actually a very good friend now of mine. Oh, oh nice. Good. Heck yeah. I like he, him. He's a good dude. I've actually sponsored him his last couple of fights. He uh, he's probably the toughest kid I've I've fought in so far. He's tough. Just because he, I remember hitting him in the second round and him like dropping and then getting back up. Like it was nothing. And I was like, well, here we are. We're going to fight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, You're in a fight. He's one of those guys that you, you have to shut his lights off. You have to, cause he will keep coming. And he hits like, he hits hard too. He hit me in the first round and that's why we got a draw. We dropped each other. First round he dropped me and same thing. He hit me and I was like, where did that even come from? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I was just looking at that. The last guy you fought that Elijah Leggett guy. He's eight and two now since he's fought you. He's fought now he's four and one since he fought you. Yes, he he it, he's good. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, he looks like I mean he beat Justin. He yeah, he knocked Justin out in the first round. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, you're you're definitely fighting some some tough competition. Yeah, he he's uh I think everybody like him, Elijah, he's a good friend now too. He trains out of uh, icon, but I keep in contact with some of the people that I fought. We still train every now and then. So Nick, what do you, obviously your fight got moved. Things got scattered around. Do you, what do you know about your opponent in October? Do you know anything about him? Uh, I don't know anything really. I just have what my coaches, like they watch the film. They tell me what to watch out for, what to work on. But I figured as long as I'm in the gym and doing everything I'm supposed to do, then I shouldn't have to worry much about any particular position. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all you really can do, right? Yeah. But Okay. I, I heard I heard he's a wrestler of some sort, but Extreme Couture is full of wrestlers, so I mean, I'm yeah, you yeah for that. What's so? What's the what's the what's your the switch in the training? Think knowing that you were supposed to be fighting in two weeks, and now that it's getting pushed, well, basically a month and a half, almost two months out. What's the training been like? How how is that training switching to kind of switch that mindset into kind of backing off the gas a little bit? Is that what you're doing, or are you still just 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 another day? Still training normal. I, I still train two, three times a day, every day uh, around work. And then the only difference I think is the diet and then the strength and conditioning. Whereas okay. I was doing, I was working with the strength and conditioning coach more so to cut weight and be explosive. And now it's, I have time so I could 
put on that muscle mass, I could do other things. Okay. Who does somebody at the gym set that stuff? Does Roman line all that stuff up for you? Roman lines it up, and then uh, there's a guy named Gil. He's been up there, and he has a program like it's an app through your phone. And I, I use that. I got with him. We put a schedule together, and then I just follow the program. Oh, nice, nice, very cool. What do you? Uh, so, if you're fighting a wrestler or something like that, are are you the type of guy that just wants to? Are you the type of guy that's going to say, no, I'm going to keep it on my feet. You think you have an advantage there? Are you the type of the guy that's like, well, if he thinks he's a good wrestler, like let's go to the ground and see how good his wrestling really is. Um, I feel like that's what my downfall, like in my amateur career was where they told me he was really good at something. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be better at it. For the record, I just tried that. Didn't go my way <laughs> about two weeks ago. Fought a wrestler and decided to wrestle with him instead of and ignore my coaches and keep it on the feet. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, under, I understand, bro. Now I'm like, why put, why take the harder path of resistance when I don't have to? Yeah. That's just basically, so I'm, I want to keep it on the feet, but if he takes me down, then I'm comfortable there too. Just like I said, I'm, I'm confident I can get up. I'm confident I, I'm, I could choke anybody. So I'm yeah. Good. How has you, how has being an MMA fighter helped you with your police work in Vegas? Oh, uh, it's, it's probably the best training you could possibly have, in my opinion, just because the de-escalation is there. Where yeah, I yeah, want to get into a conflict because I know what it's like. So obviously, talking is the number one thing. Where I'm like, hey, let's just try to work this out, and then I'll. Or I'm gonna beat your. You know. <laughs> do it. Do you ever run into people and they recognize you that maybe they're they're drunk and they're, and then and then they recognize who you are. Do you do you ever run into that down there? It's happened sometimes, like some people that are in the MMA community that are drunk. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know you're a police officer. And I was like, yeah, I've been one for about three years now. But when the conflict does happen, I feel like it's great because I can use the least minimal amount of force and when I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. Still do my job. Whereas you get people that don't know what they're doing and they see, they look out of control. And because yeah. it's out of but it looks so bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, how many people have you put in a rear naked choke and put them to sleep? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, it's never, it has never gotten to that point. And then also, too, they, they did make that uh, position illegal now all over. Oh, yeah. Police officers. So you can't you can't just like, you know, slip when, I, when I was doing security, I did security for like five years at a local bar up here 10 years ago or so. And twice i came up behind somebody that was fighting or that wouldn't listen and they're just being stupid and i i just lock in a choke and because they were so drunk they would literally just and and i would panic because i didn't understand all this stuff i'm just like i didn't even like squeeze and this guy's like out cold oh, shit i'm thinking i'm gonna get sued or yeah that's uh, that's that's crazy yeah it's um it's definitely something that Training has helped me a lot, like no matter yeah. what. Especially there's a bunch of police officers that train too. Oh, and that's nice. That's good. Good. There's a ton, at least for the department I'm in, and it's great because I know when I go out on shift that the people next to me know what they're doing too. So I'm I'm not really worried that they're gonna get hurt either. When when you're because you know, being a being a police officer, you know, it's a full time job and it's a thing. Do, are they pretty good about working around your training schedule for your shifts and stuff? Or does um, sometimes that get tricky? It, it gets, 
sometimes it gets in the way, but I mean, it's what I signed up for. I, yeah. Sometimes they'd be like, hey, you're working from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then something happens. Um, something happens at 6 a.m. where someone gets shot, stabbed, yeah. or critical incident. And now I'm working to 10 a.m. And, um. and then my next training schedule is at 1 or 2. So I get four hours of sleep and I wake up, I go do my thing. I come back, try to get some sleep in before the day starts again. Oh, sounds so who, who who do you work who are you working with down there roman said there's some ex-ufc uh, guys that are working with you you have uh ulysses gomez uh okay a, so he was my mentor for a long time he's on the same department as me and he that guy is one of the greatest officers i know uh heck yeah same thing where it's, he is very good at de-escalating but when it gets does get to that point he's so good at controlling people it's yeah yeah it's really good to see and then couple other fighters on the department like uh i believe john alessio was in the ufc and okay. on the, he's in the department too so same thing like those guys are um people the people that a lot, a lot of officers look up to them for training that's, that's good we need more of that we need more officers Absolutely. out there doing that stuff do you so do, in, in nevada do you know if they do like in utah they have the adopt a cop thing at some of these jujitsu gyms where they'll they'll basically take a cop and and and, yeah. give him free, and give him free training. Do they do the same thing down there with the law enforcement I, guys? I think they do, but I think it's a trial period. I, I don't know too much about it to speak on it, but okay. I, a lot of places do offer discounted jujitsu for police officers. Just curious. All right. That's awesome. Do you, do you, uh, well, you're down there with, with, uh, do you know Trent Miller? Um, I don't believe he's, so. he's, he's extreme couture guy. Big old, big old yoked up 185. I, I, I was going to ask if you've been over on Fremont Street and took taking a picture of him on I, Fremont Street. You know, I was training with him uh, the other day. That that dude is huge. Yeah. So he he does. He's a Chippendale model on Fremont Street and takes pictures with people. So that's why I ask if you've been over there and took a taking a picture with him. I just asked him what he did for work too while we're doing jujitsu, and he told me he was like, "I'm a Chippendale model," and I well, was like, "Bro." <laughs> We've had him on the podcast before. We didn't talk about it the first time. And yesterday he told us and me and Zach are both like, bro, seriously. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> hey, I mean, he looks good. He, I mean, he takes care of himself. The dude's jacked. You know, hey, wrong. Do, your, do your thing, bro. <laughs> he's he's a funny guy, too. It, in the gym, he's the same way. He's, he's super funny, but he's really good at uh, setting that aside in training, too. Do you, you guys need to get together on Fremont street sometime and, um, take a picture to fighters, <laughs> but both fighters by day, but very different, very different jobs at night. You know, I'm tracking down <laughs> next time I'm working. There you Put go. Put them in cuffs. That would be epic. <laughs> yeah. Get That'd a, picture. Be a good picture. Dude, we should, we need to be getting paid for this. <laughs> we need a little bit of a kickback. We need to All get like promotion. 15, 20% back for the promotion of this. <laughs> So Nick, we don't want to take up too much of your time, man. So I, I know your fight's a long way out, but you got to give us a prediction on the fight when it happens, or um, or not. you don't have to give us a prediction. But we're gonna we're, we got a follow up question if you don't. I I think for uh, this fight, same thing. My coaches, uh, our plan is he's a wrestler. He's not he's not scared to go out there and fight. So I mean, I'm gonna be better on the feet. He's gonna try to take me down, and I'm gonna stuff it, and then finish the fight that way. I know we're looking for a uh, a fight in between, so hopefully by that okay. time, I'm you know one and oh, two and oh. What are the, what are the dates that you're looking for a fight between? 
Um, anywhere in September, I'm pretty close in my weight right now just because I've already had that weight cut in a sense. I was already going down. So I didn't shoot back up. I'm not too heavy. I'm still eating clean. So I'm looking for something in September. All right. Hmm. Okay. There's there's people there's people listening, so you may get a call. That's good. Hopefully, we've been waiting. <laughs> okay. So one last question. Are you a wrestling fan? WWF, WWE? Uh, you know, I wish I was. A lot of my friends are, and I can't relate. All right. Now I was gonna ask you if you if you had to pick a finishing move in the cage, what would it be from your favorite wrestler? What would your finishing move be? But if you don't watch it, then Yeah, I don't I don't watch it at all. That's all right. All right, you can't answer that one. That's all right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks thank for coming on, Nick, man. Stay stay safe out there. We appreciate the work that you're doing, brother. All right. Hopefully we can talk again soon. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. No, 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 no.